0: Welcome to the Grit and Grace Podcast, where we take on life with a whole lot of grit and a little bit of grace.
1: I think it's really important to empower yourself with a schedule, right? So like Mm -hmm. I'm eating three meals a day with one snack if I feel like I need it. Mm -hmm. And I always encourage to do like a built-in dessert. As well, because again, like not going into this restrictive mentality, you know, the minute that people are like eliminating food groups, which does work for some, you know, like in some cases, like people can long term sustainably, you know, either do like keto or something like that, where you're fully Mm -hmm. eliminating food groups. But for most people, they don't want to do that. And the more that they restrict, that's the thing they're going to want the most. So it's like if you were like a popcorn fiend and you love popcorn, Mm -hmm. build it into your calories, build it into your schedule. Just don't eat the whole fucking bag and make sure it's like, if you can't afford it, a higher quality with less ingredients, you know? Popcorn usually isn't more of an expensive thing, but something like that.
0: That was one of my new Instagram faves, Rachel Shorts. I have loved getting to go back and listen to this episode and my conversation with Rachel. I love getting to hang out with badass women that just cut through the bullshit and keep it real. And that is what Rachel is. I've actually felt way more confident after following Rachel and getting to speak to her. (laughs) The last week I've been learning, you know what, I'm going to go work outside of my bikini and I'm going to embrace being outside in the sunshine right now while it's all that in Utah. I'm currently sitting crisscross applesauce in my bikini while I record this intro with everything and anything hanging out and that's okay. Because of Rachel and her small steps where she makes it simplified, I've learned that I can be confident where I am now while also taking care of myself from the inside out. I'm so excited for you to get these good tidbits from Rachel. She is a full-time working mom, a certified nutrition coach, and a fitness enthusiast. Through her work, studies, and her own personal story, which you get to hear and is so relatable with her nutrition and fitness, she's learned how to coach others on how to adopt a healthier lifestyle without making it feel like work. I know, you'll want to learn. <laughs> she empathizes that eating a diet full of real whole foods can be the greatest impact on not only your gene size, but all around happiness, health, and mentality. Sign me up. Rachel and I chat more about shifting from fad diet mindset and not having the guilt with the restrictions that I know so many of us can relate to after growing up in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s and making those small shifts that make a big difference. She breaks down things so that it's doable and approachable. We talk gut health, mom hacks, not being afraid of carbs, listening to your body and there's seriously so much goodness in here. I'm so excited for you guys to get to listen to Rachel and I chat.
1: Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me on. I am Rachel Schwartz, as in Rachel Schwartz Nutrition on Instagram, and I am a nutrition coach, a mom, and just a person that loves all around health and wellness, specifically nutrition and getting your sweat on.
0: And like I was telling you before, I found you through Jewel the Bee. Uh, you had done a challenge with her. I, I just was totally drawn to you because you're a mom and you're so real, you cut through all the bullshit. Thank <laughs> you, yep. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and you make, it, you make it easy and doable and manageable, which I totally love. And that's what I just totally resonated with. Uh, but I've been curious, how did you get started in nutrition? What led you to where you are now?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for saying all of that because that's really my goal across social, um, especially like over the past couple of months and past year, I just feel like there's so much fluff out there. And all these people, specifically young women Mm -hmm. just feel completely lost. Like they don't know who to turn to. They just look at these like unattainable, you know, whether it's like profiles or accounts and they just, there's so much information out there that they feel completely lost. So I really tried to just like, I am very down to earth person, but like, just like you said, like I try to be relatable. I mm-hmm. want people to know that like everyone is capable of making these small shifts to approve yeah. bigger changes, which like you brought up the Joel to be challenge is something that we're really trying to do with that challenge as well. And we'll be bringing that back as of Monday. So I'm really excited. Oh, so, yeah. so get involved everybody. So how I got started. I have, think I have a very similar story to a lot of girls out there. Um, mm-hmm. Growing up, I grew up in New Jersey and like in the 80s and the 90s. And mm-hmm. my mom, like lots of moms out there, was always on like whatever the it diet was at the time, right? Mm-hmm. It was like Atkins, South yeah. Beach, you know, snack wells were a big thing, right. low fat, no fat. Um, and my mom just took me and my sister along for the ride, whatever she was on. Ditto. And right, exactly, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And I don't want to blame my mom because it's not her fault, but you know, I was, I was never fully overweight. I was always kind of like a chubby kid and just Mm -hmm. through these ups and downs of trying to figure my way through life, I developed somehow along the lines, just this really unhealthy relationship with food. And um, I never had a specific eating disorder, but I did have a lifetime of disordered eating Mm -hmm. with for anyone listening out there is just basically, like I said, an unhealthy relationship with food to some extent Mm -hmm. Um, things that I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to is like an all or nothing mentality, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of like binging and restricting um, just trying all different diets, really going to like the ends of the earth and, you know, nothing really working because these things are so restrictive. So throughout you know, all of like middle school and high school, I was very obsessive about my weight. But again, like I was on these diets and then I I like vividly remember like coming home from high school sometimes and my mom always worked and I would like order a Domino's pizza, like eat the entire thing and then like throw away the evidence, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. Because again, it was just like restrictive during the day, feeling the need to like either rebel or have an outlet, things like that. Then I kind of moved on to college. I went to University of Madison, Wisconsin, which is the best school ever, but like huge party school. <laughs> and like many other people, you know, you like gain the freshman 15, you're out drinking, you're late night eating. Again, just this vicious cycle of highs and lows. Um, That really just became exhausting and that continued into my twenties when I graduated. And I just remember like stepping on the scale one day and I was like, I was at my heaviest, which like for most people wouldn't be heavy. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very small, I'm five feet tall, I'm little, I'm muscular. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, 135 pounds for me is not the same as 135 pounds for other people, you know, or like at like my chubbiest. And I was just, it wasn't even about the weight. It was like, I felt like shit. I didn't like Mm -hmm. the way that I looked. I didn't like the way that I felt and I wanted to make a change. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like first really got into like working out and I became like really into fitness. I started like teaching fitness classes at Equinox on the side of my job. And even though I was working out so much, I still, for whatever reason, like couldn't drop weight. I felt like I had this like extra layer of inflammation around and I knew something was wrong with my diet. And during that time, I was really focused on um, anything fake right? Yeah. Artificial sweeteners, still the low fat, no fat, anything that looked good on paper numbers wise, but mm-hmm. wasn't paying attention to ingredients. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was like later in my twenties where I had like major digestion issues, constipation issues. And I went to a holistic healer mm-hmm. who kind of opened my eyes to the world of digestion and really basing your diet on a whole real foods uh, basis. And it was like 10 pounds of weight that I was holding on to like all throughout my 20s just like shed off the minute that I like cut artificial sweeteners, cold turkey, and really started like going back to the basics of eating real freaking food, you know, and like less of this processed shit. So through that, I kind of like became, I kind of like went on this whirlwind and just became like obsessed with nutrition and started like reading and listening to podcasts and you know, before I knew it, I was like, people were asking me what I was doing. I was talking to my friends, my family. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just, I want to incorporate this into my job to some extent. So I went to, I enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is an online functional um, medicine, food as uh, medicine basis, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was a one-year online program and I became a certified nutrition coach. And that's what I am doing now.
0: That is awesome. That is, and I think that's like where it comes down to you being so relatable because women in their like thirties, like you said, growing up in the eighties and nineties, so many, and so many guests that I've had on as well have some form of like disordered eating because we were Mm -hmm. always on such a strict diet. And most of it is the binging Exactly, and I and I think that's why, like I said, you're so relatable, and why I loved it so much because that's something that I've and it's a mind shift too that you completely have to get out of this mindfuck that you've grown up with for so one hundred percent, yeah. And getting out I mean, of it, that,
1: it's just crazy that like we have the mentality, and I say we because I know that like collectively, so many people feel yes. this way. It's like if you fuck up part of your diet during one day, like and you uh-huh. eat like a cookie, you're just like, oh, whatever or effort. it. I already ruined my day. Like, why don't I just like binge out on like pizza and Chinese food too? And it's like, what, that is such a messed up mentality. Like yeah. eating an extra hundred calories where you could have just eaten with one cookie and stopped there. And then just yeah. like taken a breath and moved on. No, you then like, for whatever reason, something sparks, mm-hmm. you feel like you failed. And then you go on this downward spiral consuming thousands of calories within a short period of time, you know, which is, you know, causes so much stress on not only your physical appearance, but your mental. So it's just, it's really sad. And that's one of the things that I really focus on with my clients, trying to really practice reversing that mentality. And listen, like sometimes it's a deeper issue than that, you know, Uh like sometimes, which is out of my scope. And sometimes like you have to seek other help and like real, um, you know, go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist to really tap into that like inner level, Mm -hmm. but in general, exactly what you said. It's really just like practicing, staying consistent, and really trying to
0: focus on shifting your mindset. Like if someone's to get started, what are kind of like the stepping stones that you have for someone? Yes. Because obviously, like you said, you're you're breaking it up to where it's obtainable and easy, where it's not just all of a sudden like hardcore strict and that's where totally. all the issues come from
1: exactly so like one of my biggest things and like if people follow me on instagram they'll see that i talk about this mm-hmm. till i'm blue in the face but i always really start with like macro over micro right mm-hmm. so usually when you talk to someone that's having issues losing weight they're really focused on focusing on minutiae like things that they they shouldn't be focusing on yeah. at first because they first have to get back to the basics right it's like mm-hmm. if you're just starting a diet you're not gonna guide someone to tap into like the best superfoods and start like with intermittent fasting and all mm-hmm. of these things that like, no, you got to get back to the basics, like drinking more water, eating more fruits and vegetables, moving more, moving at all. If uh, if someone's not moving things like that. So that's like my first, obviously it depends on the client, but that's like right. my first thing. Back to the basics. Talk about the stepping stones. Um, just in terms of like tapping into like a whole real foods diet getting some movement in there, getting hydrated, basics. Some other things that I really think can be empowering for people is creating some sort of eating schedule, which is something else that I'm really big on. And this doesn't have to do with, because it's like, oh, if I eat after nine, I'm going to gain weight. Like nothing Mm -hmm. to do with that. You know, usually when you talk to someone and they're like, well, I eat healthy. And like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. It's usually because they're picking and mindlessly eating and all these calories really rack up. Yeah. I mean, I like base, like I said, my practice really on whole, real foods. But at the end of the day, in order to lose weight, you have to be in some sort of a calorie deficit, right? You have yeah. to consume more, consume less than you're expending. So, mm. so it's like a twofold.
0: So easy as like a mom to just be like, as you're right, the kids are done eating, exactly. and as you're going to put it away, it's like, oh, right. And you're not even like consciously thinking about it. It's just like, oh, yeah. your body's just eating. One hundred percent, like as you're like
1: stirring their delicious macaroni and cheese, Mm -hmm. you're like, let me just taste this to make sure it's not too hot or like it has the right amount of butter in it and you're tasting it. Three huge spoonfuls later, you could have eaten 250 extra calories for the day, you know, which like, again, really sneaks up. So I think it's really important to empower yourself with a schedule, right? So like Mm -hmm. I'm eating three meals a day with one snack if I feel like I need it. Mm -hmm. And I always encourage to do like a built-in dessert as well because again like not going into this restrictive mentality you know the minute that people are like eliminating food groups which does work for some you know like in some cases like people can long-term sustainably you know either do like keto or something like that where you're fully Mm -hmm. eliminating food groups but for most people they don't want to do that and the more that they restrict that's the thing they're going to want the most so it's like if you were like a popcorn fiend and you love popcorn Mm -hmm. build it into your calories build it into your schedule just don't eat the whole fucking bag and make sure it's like, if you can't afford it, a higher quality with less ingredients, you know? Right. I mean, popcorn usually isn't more of an expensive thing, but something like that. And really just, again, you know, like accepting the fact that you can have certain foods in your diet. It's just about limiting them mm-hmm. and feeling empowered over your choice, like as opposed to the food having power over you.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And I think probably a big thing that helps with, Eating within a schedule is prepping. Yes. Are you big on prepping as well?
1: I I am big on being
0: prepared.
1: Yeah. Not necessarily available
0: prepping. options.
1: Exactly. Cause I, I like think it. again, this is another topic where people get like really overwhelmed, like shit, now I have to like prepare my meals for the whole week. Like yeah. and if that works for you, again, that's fantastic. Yeah. But it's more about like having the foods that mm-hmm. fit into your program available at all times so like always having some sort of like fruits and veggies in the house always Mm -hmm. having some sort of lean protein that you can just like whip up or throw on the grill or throw in the air fryer um available taking things out that you know are issues for you right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. some people and this is okay like this is normal if you can't control yourself with you know Oreos, let's say. But you keep them in the house for your kids or whatever. Switch it out.
0: Like you got to get them out of the house. Yeah. We don't keep fine, Oreos <laughs> <pick something> out. <laughs> for that reason. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I, I always feel so bad Oreos. after but I can't stop with the Oreos. So that's literally, uh-huh, 100%. That's, thing? that's, <laughs> that's my good thing.
1: You know what I'm <laughs> talking about. Yeah, which is so, so- weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not a sweet person, but those damn We're Oreos. Connected.
1: I know. And you know why? Because it's like, not to sound so cheesy and like cliche, but like sugar is a freaking drug. Like yeah. there are so many studies that show sugar is more addictive than cocaine and heroin. Like it literally is a drug. Yeah. It turns on those brain receptors. Like that's just how it works. Like people are like, I don't know why I can't stop. You know, I'm eating this. It's like, that's why, because yeah. like, you're fully addicted to it. So yeah. So like, so not only being prepared and having these things available, but mm-hmm. also removing the culprit. Like yeah. you don't have to like, this isn't like you have to prove something to yourself. Like, I have self-control over this mm. thing. Like if you don't have self-control over it, maybe over time you will, but like just remove it from the house. So being prepared with fresh foods as much as you can, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be fresh, canned ve- frozen veggies, you know, like things like this, just having yes. healthy options in the house to reach for, yes. um, and to cook with. And if you're not a cook then finding, you know, another way to do it, getting prepared meals if you can afford it, mm-hmm. you know, doing some sort of delivery system, like I, there's options for every budget. So you have to work what works for you. Yeah. And if you have to go the extra distance a little bit and make the time, um, then that's what you have to do. But that, you know, brings us to a whole other topic, which is like making sacrifices and like just realizing that like, it's not easy and mm-hmm. it is a struggle for most people and it is hard and living a healthy lifestyle does take, you know, you have to be proactive about it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not easy. You know, no. like I never try to sugarcoat it that, like, oh, this is so simple and streamlined. It's not like you have to make a conscious effort right. and, you know, you have to make sacrifices.
0: Yeah, totally. And that's where it kind of comes back full circle for me when I just love your method so much is because even though it is a commitment, you're breaking it up into sections from what I've seen to where it's obtainable and it's not so overwhelming because i think that's exactly. a lot of people's problem is it's just so overwhelming and it sounds like even though you know it's like well i can't meal prep all right well rachel's got a di- like you can do this or this or this like there's not an excuse for it it's just adapting to your life and what works for you
1: exactly that's 100% right and it's baby steps because some people and it's different for everybody like some mm-hmm. people love to go cold turkey like i've had clients that literally make an overnight life tran Position mm-hmm. and are able to stick with it. Yeah. that doesn't work for the majority of the people, right? No. But here's the other deal: people want results, and so they want them fast. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing that also, you know, that's just not realistic. Yeah, so, that was going
0: to be my yeah. next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what exactly. about these? Like, I need it. I need it now. Because now we're in summer, so everyone's like, oh shit. Like, how do I in like two weeks in a month? Like,
1: right? Exactly.
0: You can't. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't.
1: <laughs> you know, like realistically. Um, you'll, if you start a new program, um, and you don't have like a crazy amount of weight to lose, like you'll probably be losing a pound to a pound and a half a week, if that, and that's really good, you Mm -hmm. know, which is amazing. But to a lot of people, they're not, they're getting on the scale every day. They're not seeing a shift every day. Like they're having unrealistic expectations. Um, therefore then they, the motivation kind of level goes down. Mm. Then they get frustrated with themselves. They think that they're not making progress. Mm -hmm. And then the vicious cycle continues how they're just like, okay, fuck it. I'm not even going to do it. And it goes round and round and round and round. So like that's the other, you know, part of the process is that if you are willing, if you're ready to make a change Mm -hmm. and you want to commit to something new, that's the key word commitment. It tests its patience, Mm -hmm. its consistency and Cons- and when I say consistency, I don't mean like two days of consistency where you're mm. like, oh, I've been so quote unquote good. I don't like right. to use the words good and bad. I've been so good and I'm not seeing a move. It's like, okay, talk to me if you're consistent for 28 out of 30 days. And that's when we can talk,
0: you know? Yeah. Speaking of consistency, there's one thing that I'm always consistent with and that I consistently love. And that's my Mountain Ops ammo. It is is amazing it's formulated with women in mind it's low carb protein for lean muscle build with 19 grams of protein it's a nutritious meal replacement it helps promote weight loss it has four and a half servings of those real fruit and veggies per serving that we know are so important it has 10 grams of cold milled flaxseed great for fiber and omega fatty acids some of those beauty fats and it tastes amazing which is hard to find in a protein shake I love that it has those servings of fruit and vegetables, helps boost my metabolism while being a lower carb drink. Mountain Ops has so many incredible supplements that I love implementing into my health and fitness routine. Obviously, I love my ammo. We love the Ignite. We love the immune sticks, the recovery. We also love the collagen peptides. So good mixed in your coffee. What I love even more about this company is not only do they have amazing products, but they are just good people. A company with core values, a company worth supporting. With each purchase, 2% is given to conservation and they conquer hunger. One nutritious meal is prepared for a child in need. It's worth supporting. To see exactly what Mountain Ops is all about and shop our favorites at the Great and Grace podcast, you can go to thegreatandgracepodcast.com forward slash mountain dash ops. That's the great and grace podcast.com forward slash mtn ops. Now let's get back to Rachel. And it, it's so funny over the weekend, I was, I could hear you in my head on the yeah, weekend okay. when I've heard you I be like, that. on the weekends, <laughs> your body doesn't be like, oh, it's the weekend, yes, we can take a break. Exactly, like, ah. 100%. But it's having That's those another. conscious thoughts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lots of people struggle with the weekends because for whatever reason, and I used to do this too,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the weekends are like a free for all. Why? I don't know because again, people are they have the rewarding mentality. But it's like, okay, if you haven't made the progress that you want to see, then what are you actually rewarding? You know what I mean? Right. Like you haven't earned the fact to reward yourself with anything if you're still just in the same
0: boat that you were six months ago. Yeah. No. So it's it's like, where is that
1: coming from? So I always say this exactly what you said, like your body doesn't know what day it is. Your body doesn't know mm-hmm. if it's Saturday or Monday. So like get out of that mentality of, you know, for whatever reason, these two days, like quote unquote, don't count. And then you're starting again. Cause again, these are all cycles. These are all mm-hmm. really, really vicious cycles. And that's why they're called a cycle. Cause you have to remove yourself and pull yourself mm-hmm. out of it. Or you'll just continue to go around and around in a circle, like dog chasing in
0: own ch- town. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think too, like people find comfort in it. Uh, like a glass of wine at night. Like totally. mommy, like mommy deserves a glass of wine. It's been a rough yep. day. <laughs> like, I just need a well, calm out for a minute. Reward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then on the weekends, it's like one glass of wine turns into like three. So, and then, and it's like, especially with something like alcohol, then the next thing you know, if you're having too much, then you're having those late night eating binges. Exactly, Which exactly, your inhibitions go down for sure. I mean, the
1: alcohol is definitely a slippery slope. And listen, I'm a girl that loves to booze for sure. Mm-hmm. And it took me years to kind of get over that, but like to be able to just stick to drinking when I'm drinking and not really mm-hmm. get have my hands in the pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if, that, if someone's listening out there and that's your biggest issue, then like you gotta remove that for a little yeah. bit until you're able to control yourself. And unfortunately, when you're under the influence, 90% of the time you can't. So you either have to like cut back, you not saying you can't have booze, but like, you either have to cut it back or you have to like be in a place (laughs) where
0: you have no access to food. Yeah. So good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Lock me outside the house. Hopefully the neighbors don't find me in the morning. But I do recommend
1: that if people find themselves, you know, um, wanting to indulge slightly on the weekends, that's totally fine. But again, plan for it, schedule Mm -hmm. it in. And don't make it like this whole like I'm gonna eat 10,000 calories today. You know, pick one meal, one part of the meal. You know, if you're going out for a Mexican and you love to have a little bit of chips and salsa and guac, like go for it. Just like don't eat 10 things of chips. Like mm-hmm. really and keep reminding yourself that like a couple of chips does not equate to four bags of chips. It just doesn't. Right.
0: Yeah. Just because like, don't you eat went out of the bag. Plan.
1: Exactly. And just because, you know, you went off track a little bit. Like empower yourself. Be like, I am choosing this choice. I am mindfully making the decision for myself that I am going to eat this. Even though it's a little bit off plan, I'm going to feel good about it. I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm going to move on. I'm not just now going to say, fuck it. uh, I messed up. I failed. I hate myself. And then go on like some crazy binge. Of course, it's easier said than done. I'm not trying to like, Mm -hmm. you know, minimize the situation at all. But again, these are mentalities that take practice. Mm-hmm. And consistency, just like your diet, one.
0: Yeah, no, and I think that's great. I love beforehand just saying to yourself, "I'm gonna have a little bit more of this," and be and being okay with that because that's such a big struggle exactly. for so many people. So I love exactly. that, like something you to definitely. Flip the narrative, keep. yeah.
1: You have to, you have to just grab the food by the balls and be like, "You are not gonna yeah. have control over me. I'm gonna have control over you. If mm-hmm. I'm deciding to eat you, it's because I'm making the conscious decision, and because I'm allowing myself to, not because." I, you know, you're having this like crazy power over me, you know, you yeah. got to flip it around.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And it's so interesting too, because especially now, like we, there's clearly so much we do not have control over in this world at all.
1: Yes. I love that you're saying this,
0: but, yes. but that's like the one thing, if you can, like you said, grab the food by the balls, it is something that you can control. And that's like, it's giving me chills. That's freaking amazing because there's so much we can't, do have control over right now but like to be able to do that for you and your family and have control over like taking care of your bodies that is fucking badass and how like why would we not be taking yeah why would we not be taking advantage of that so exactly. many people just it's don't literally even realize
1: that the only thing cuz like yeah. even if it comes down to like working out you can't control that every day mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. your kid gets sick god forbid or like you know you have to work extra hours and like things come up, but you exactly, you just hit it on the nose. Like this is literally hand to mouth. The only thing that we have control, have control over every day, let alone like this crazy time where we have, yeah. uh, you know, control over absolutely nothing, even like when we're leaving the house,
0: you know? Yeah. So
1: take advantage of that. That's exactly.
0: yeah. That's like the biggest pep talk you need to give yourself every day, man. Right. That's, that's right. awesome. Exactly. Are you like a chips girl? I see you with, do yeah. you get by bile- me too? I I'm love a good. I'm yeah, salty, me too. Salty. Super sweet. Uh huh. Always. Yeah. Except for my Oreos, but like salty. Right. <laughs> like chips and dip, man. That's where I'm at. Oh my God. I'm yeah. With Yeah. Some, like a uh, really good crispy rose. Like, mm. like cold, mm-hmm. crisp rose. <laughs> I know. Well, a moment. Yeah. What are some like good substitutes? Because obviously, you know, you can still, it's not like you have to remove everything. And there's there's substitutes for like the crunch, the saltiness. And so you can still feel that satisfied and have that moment with that food without not taking care of your body and putting in a whole bunch of
1: shit. 100%. So what I think that some people get confused over is that um, usually these types of substitutes are still pretty calorically dense, mm-hmm. but you want to pick the ones with less ingredients, the better, right? So if you're mm-hmm. looking for add a tortilla chip, for example, you can have a tortilla chip over here that has corn in it Mm -hmm. as the first ingredient, but then like 27 other ingredients, right? That you can't pronounce. So, and I'm sure whoever's listening right now has heard that a million times, but it's really true. If you see a laundry list of ingredients that you cannot pronounce, put it down and walk away. Mm -hmm. Then you see the tortilla chips over here that literally has corn and sea salt in the ingredients. That's the one that you want to choose. So if you put them side by side Mm -hmm. and they have the same amount of calories and the same amount of carbs, that's usually going to happen, but the ingredients is really where it's at because you don't want to be adding all of these like extra salt, extra chemicals, extra additives, because that's the shit that's not going to be processed in your body correctly mm-hmm. for the most part, usually, unless you're like, you know, one of those like superhumans with like amazing genetics, um, but it'll probably catch up to you eventually either, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but those are the things you want to look for. So it's like, there's always like good, better, best, right? Like you're, there's no... Tortilla chip that's gonna be like zero calories with amazing ingredients. Yeah. Like it's just not gonna happen. You gotta check, you wanna check the ingredients. That's the number
0: one thing you're gonna look for. Um, so
1: and that's for you know, like, like your
0: digestion. Yes. For the ingredients. Okay.
1: Yes. So gut health, mm-hmm. you know, which is like a huge buzzword topic right now for very good reason, has everything to do with your all around health and wellness, your immune system everything that basically goes on in your body. And with a lot of these super highly processed foods, they have like lots of like inflammatory vegetable oils, all of these like chemicals and additives that can really, artificial sweeteners, all these Mm -hmm. things that really wreck havoc on your gut, which basically just means that like it's not going to be working up to its efficiency and it's not going to be able to support your immune system. Like you want it to. So you really want to keep that area as clean as possible. And like, that's a whole other topic, Mm -hmm. but like these are the types of things that really disrupt your gut health. These fake foods, these highly processed, um, GMO, things like that. Mm -hmm. So lucky because there are so many companies and so many products out there Mm now, um, that we have that are made with better quality ingredients that we have the option of.
0: Yeah, definitely. I do realize
1: that some of them are more expensive than others, but it's becoming more mainstream. So I think there are ways to kind of get around that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's, I just wanted you to hit on that because I think so many people hear that all the time, right? Like less ingredients is better, but I don't think Mm -hmm. they fully understand as to why and really, if you're going to be, it's obviously, if you can afford it, that's great. And maybe trying to afford it is a great option too, because overall you're taking care of your gut health. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's like the it little
1: more that you're going to spend now is going to be a lot cheaper than like any, you know, God forbid, like hospital bills or, mm-hmm. you know, other treatments that you're going to be paying for in the future. And some people might think that that sounds dramatic and extreme, which I, I get, Yeah. Um, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. I no. don't want to live my life like that. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Anything I can do. i run the
1: risk of eating healthier. But this is what I always say to people. You know, some people, you know, I have like family members that like roll their eyes at me and things like that. And it's like, okay, but like, what, what would hurt you by eating things higher quality with less ingredients? If anything, yeah, like maybe it's not going to like cure your, some disease or like prevent you from right. like, you know, something bad happening in the future. But like, why wouldn't you just try if yeah. you know the majority of people now in the health and wellness industries are saying it, you know, like yeah. you obviously know that a highly processed food is not going to be healthier. It's not going to be mm-hmm. as healthy as something with two ingredients. Like it's just, yeah. Not
0: no, yeah. Like, and it's not going to, it's only going to make you better, not worse. Like, come on. Exactly. People. Right.
1: Like people, you know, people like what they like, which I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people that are constantly like, I don't understand why. I can't drink diet Coke and you can explain to them my artificial sweeteners aren't good for you. Mm -hmm. You can send them a thousand articles, whatever. If they don't want to believe it because they want to continue to keep drinking it, then like, that's what they're going to do, you know, which is fine. But they're making that choice. Yeah. But you know, there's like, this is another thing. If you have, if your body is sending you signs, right. Whether, and this can be like either, whether you're not losing weight, Mm -hmm. you're constipated, you're bloated, you're burping, you're farty, you have indigestion, like all of these things things. That is a a sign that your body is telling you it doesn't like something you're doing. It looks different on everybody, you know, but like you're either going to listen to those signs and try to Mm -hmm. help it or you're going to ignore them because you don't want to face reality and you don't want to take some things out of your diet.
0: Yeah. Which some people Uh, don't. I really got into gut health with just what you're saying because I kept getting to where I would have like the worst pains after I would eat, and I would get boils all over my like chin area, which oh no is uh-huh. like a sign of your gut health. Yeah. Um, and I would get migraines all the time, and just bloated, and just all around just feeling disgusting. And I kind of started pay attention to what I was eating, and Lo and behold, as I was watching it and my dad actually, which is hilarious that he even discovered this, but he was <laughs> like, I think it's when you're eating starches. Mm-hmm. And so as I would eat starches, I would notice. So I've cut out potatoes because that's super high and anything, and you would be, people don't even understand that. They're like, what? And like modified food starch is derived from potatoes and it is in freaking everything, everything, everything. But if I cut it out, it feels so good. But as soon as like something that I wouldn't think has it in it and just don't even, I'm dumb and I don't check the back of the uh-huh. label or whatever, I'll get same thing. I'll start to get like wow, the breakouts around my free- mouth. I mean, it's not
1: crazy. It makes yeah. sense, but like that you were able to pinpoint it like that. Yeah, it was Do you have any so issues wild. with like dairy or anything like that? Cause usually that comes out in the skin too.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and yeah. I love dairy too, which I. <laughs> I mean, please, who doesn't? I, lo- I know, right? <laughs> so and I have I've noticed that too. Yep, with dairy, and I and with my gut as well. And so I really try and limit my dairy with white cheeses, like a mozzarella, every once in a while. A string cheese, mm-hmm. I'll be okay, but as long as I don't right. like overdo it, you know. Right. Right. But yeah. 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 So it's wild. That's it's what... I tell people all the time. I'm like, take a food diary just to know what at least you're putting in to exactly. see where it comes from because I can't believe the difference it's made.
1: Oh yeah. I'm sure. And that's amazing that you were able to figure it out so quickly. Cause I feel like so many people spend like years trying to pinpoint
0: yeah. things that they can't. Yeah. It was definitely a long time coming trying to figure it out. But yeah, I was like, she will definitely find that interesting. Cause yeah, that's exactly what it comes down to. Is, when like, did you find home. that out? Like
1: how long was it going on for? <sighs>
0: Um, it had been going on. I found it out. Let's see, like probably five years ago and -hmm. it was probably going on for most of my early twenties because i had never had a problem like with acne or anything. And then my twenties hit and it was always just like right here. Right. So yeah. yeah, so it was really interesting. So and I, I don't know if that was at one point, like my husband and I were like super poor and just trying to eat, you know, box dinners and stuff. Right. So yeah. it was <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> like You're I wasn't getting my mom's cooking anymore. <laughs> right. So yeah, so and that's like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I've always just kind of had that problem. And I've even noticed mm-hmm. in my son, he starts to get some. I've just been trying to not totally bring a ton of attention to it, but just like, yeah, yeah, no. Like sure. maybe check the back of things and see, and let's see how it does for you as well. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I mean, it's yeah. better to find out sooner than later for sure. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I say gut health is extremely important, mm-hmm. and it's wild how many things it, it really affects. Yes, definitely. it really does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. And so I, take your
0: probiotics, everybody. Yes, yes. Do you have a favorite <laughs> I mean, probiotic? I
1: do. I love. There's a nutritionist. Her name's Kimberly Snyder, and she is amazing. She is a line of products. She has Mm -hmm. tons of books, an amazing podcast. So anybody that's really interested, she's vegan, which I'm not. I just love her. Anyway, so check her out, everybody. <laughs> but she has a line of supplements. Her brand is called Saluna, M-Y-S-O-L-L-U-N-A. And she has amazing probiotics that I've been taking for years. And anytime mm-hmm. I switch off of them to kind of try something else, I like never feel as good. Mm-hmm. And she also has an amazing line of digestive enzymes, which are also really good for your gut. And if you feel like you have some sort of gut imbalance, same thing, like indigestion, acid reflux, bloating, mm-hmm. digestive enzymes can really help with that. Oh, that's good to know.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely have to look at those.
1: They're not magic pills though, everybody. Gotta, you got to help them along. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's
0: something you're obviously big on is eating real food, yeah. not just substituting.
1: No, that's huge too. Like again, back to the basics, change the mentality. Like not constantly trying to sub things out for, I mean, listen, it's okay. Like if you love macaroni and cheese and you want to make a healthier version, that's amazing, of course. Like I would never say, you know, that that's a bad thing to do, but- trying to substitute and replace constantly so that you're not really focusing on the wholeness and you're just trying to like feed these other cravings that you're having, that's a different type of issue, you know? Because again, that's something, that's more the mentality like, oh, I'm just doing this to drop some weight and then I'm gonna Mm -hmm. go back to like all of like my favorite cheap foods or whatever. It's more about like learning to love real food, appreciating it, learning different ways to make it as opposed to just covering it up with, you know, some mm-hmm. big cheese and making it to, making it into something else, which again, from time to time, it's great. Yeah. And
0: I love that you mm-hmm. eat carbs too. Yes. You I'm have your gross. toast I can't live in the morning, morning. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> which is so good, by the way. <laughs> yes.
1: Everybody has to have their sprouted green toast with nut butter and banana and berries. Yes. <laughs> Such a good breakfast. Yes, Because again, it's like, who wants to live I mean, I don't want to live without bread Mm, in my life. I just don't. Obviously, if you have a gluten allergy, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so ways around it, but you know, like obviously, if there's something else going inside, not everybody can. But like, I personally don't want to live without carbs, which again is why I factor them into my diet in a certain Mm -hmm. way. For example... I mean, it depends, it depends what I'm in. Like I'm oh, live in a maintenance mode, but like there are times if I'm going on vacation, if it's mm-hmm. the summertime, I'm going to cut a little bit more. Not this summer. It's not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> maintenance mode is good. <laughs>
1: exactly. This is maintenance mode it is. But like, I want to eat fucking rice on my sushi, you know, like yeah. I want to have some pasta from time to time. Again, because if you allow yourself these things, if you know that they're an option for you, you won't feel so restricted and you won't feel the need to be like searching for all these other options, you know, mm-hmm. at later times, which is so key because those are the times where people then go off on these binges and, you know, and then are consuming so much more than they normally would. Definitely. So yeah. I feel good on carbs, but some people don't. So it's like, you mm-hmm. really have to experiment. So like what works mm-hmm. for me is not going to work for you. What works for you isn't going to work for whoever's listening out there. So it's like listening to your body again. Like some people feel, you know, sluggish and tired and whatever, and they work better on protein and veggies. And again, you just got to like experiment and try mm-hmm. it. That being said, I'm not going to eat carbs three times a day with every meal.
0: Right. After. Yeah, Like I'm not
1: going to, so it's all about balance.
0: That's the kicker. <laughs> Some people are like, oh, <laughs> carbs are fine, but then they add right. them to everything. And at that exactly. point, it's not, exactly. but it was very refreshing to see like you eating toast mm-hmm. <laughs> on Instagram. I don't know. Like why can people not <laughs> eat toast on Instagram? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> peanut butter and banana. <laughs> like it was such a shocker to everybody. I, yeah. I
1: know people it, are really scared of bananas these days and I, it could make me cry. <laughs> like like not it can banana. make me cry. Like, ha- like knowing that there's people out there living thinking mm-hmm. that they can't eat a banana because it's gonna make them fat. Bananas will not make you fat. I promise you. No one's gotten fat from eating bananas. It is if so they have, true. Please send them to me. Yeah, let's talk.
0: <laughs> so <can> think, yeah. <laughs> let's figure it out. Is that something you do with your clients? Is try and have them pay attention to how they're feeling when they're eating certain foods? One hundred percent. That's such a good question. Yes, that's like a, a huge part of it. Because again, it's
1: like. This emotional, you Mm -hmm. have to, of course, food is emotional, Mm -hmm. but you have to connect to your body. Mm -hmm. Why are you feeling this way? This is a great example. Mm -hmm. I had a client who, you know, she was always very thin. She never had a weight problem. It was more like a bloating indigestion problem. And like, long story short, we found out that like she cannot eat roasted carrots for whatever reason. She just can't. Like the minute she eats them, she gets so bloated. I don't know if it has to do with like, you know, the sugars in them, the way they're cooked. I don't know. But anytime she would eat them, she would be like two pounds heavier on the scale. Obviously it wasn't fat gain. It was just, you know, either water weight or whatever she was holding onto. But like, that is something that is like a healthy food that for most people they wouldn't be affected by, but she could, like would feel so uncomfortable after. So mm-hmm. it's you really, really have to tap in and form a connective energy between the food and what you're eating. At first, people are just, you know, taking my word for it. You know, people come to me. They don't know what the fuck to eat. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's why they're coming to me. So I put them in a program. And then just like you said, like I have them like, oh, I felt bloated after this. I felt great after this. Like I never thought I could eat this, That those types of things. Mm-hmm. And everyone should be doing that type of check-in with themselves, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. if you're eating a kale salad and you feel so bloated after, that's pretty normal because kale is really hard to digest. For some people, it could be a superfood. Some people can eat it sauteed some people can eat it raw some other
0: people can only eat it cooked and not raw you know some people can't eat it at all so interesting i've seen especially the last couple days where you're saying that you're paying attention to what your body needs i think that's super important and people just automatically just go for what they have versus you're saying i really would like some egg my body's craving eggs for a reason if it's craving something healthy
1: Exactly. Don't put yourself in a box and don't think that you failed because every day doesn't look the same. That's mm-hmm. another thing that people tend to do a lot. You know, let's say it, they intermittent fast on a daily basis because they like to, or that's just part of their program. If you're an intermittent faster, but for some reason on one day, you're either, you're starving. You want to eat an hour earlier than you eat. You did not fail because you make that conscious decision to eat an hour earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? You did not ruin anything. You did not fuck up your whole you know, future of intermittent fasting, you just then go back to fasting that way. If you feel better the next day, you know, like you have to tune in and you can't make these rules so restrictive because again, then it's just going to like set you off for a really unhealthy relationship.
0: And that's probably where it goes to with just like moving away from fad diets in general, giving yourself grace and the fact of I've got to listen to my body and I got to move past my one Why one mistake I make, or if I don't eat at a certain time, like I'm supposed to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Keyword. Like
1: with these diets, that's another thing. It's like people, again, like people need rules at first because this Mm -hmm. is a learning process, but don't just eat certain things at certain times because someone's telling you to do that. If you're not hungry, don't eat. That's yeah. like one of like, that's a very old school mentality that like still survives in some of these diets to these days that I, per- and some people would probably still agree with them. I personally don't. I do not think that you need to force yourself to eat a snack. If you know you're having dinner two to three hours later and you're mm-hmm. going to be fine, you know, yeah. maybe if like you wouldn't be eating for hours for whatever reason, you wouldn't have access to right. food. Yeah. Then I'd be like, yeah, have a little something, even if you're not that hungry, but like mm-hmm. on a daily basis, if you're not hungry, don't fucking eat. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Embrace hunger. It's okay to be hungry. Oh, right? Yes. Everyone's so scared to be hungry because they're scared yeah. they're going to overeat. So like, true. That ha- is another thing to do with digestion. If you digest your food properly, you should be hungry for your next meal. I'm sure mm. there are so many people out there listening right now that it's like, you know what? I never even thought of that. I'm not even hungry every time I sit down to eat. I just eat because it's like time to eat. That's not a good thing. You know? Well, know, it's
0: like, if you're working a desk job too, it's when you're busy, I find myself like when I'm spending a day on the computer or whatever, it's, mm-hmm. I'm busy, but I'm also not hungry because I'm being sedentary, right? My body's not burning right, those calories. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so your body
1: doesn't need fuel. Yeah. You're, like sitting on your ass all
0: day long. I'm, I mean, it does a little bit, but you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you're not starving for a reason. Yeah. Right, right. Do you have any good mom hacks for us moms out there? Obviously don't pick at their plates as you're taking it to the garbage I mean, or the dishwasher. So
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally go old school, like weird. And just like pour soap all over it and throw it
0: in the garbage. Oh yeah. No, there's like, times the I do that. Yeah, <laughs> Like it's no good. It's no good. Like right. just hurry. Exactly. yeah, <laughs> To the garbage. Right. Just trash it. Yeah, it's trash.
1: <laughs> and then throw out the trash into uh-huh. the outdoor trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of like trying to get your, I mean, listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. How old are your kids again?
0: Mine are nine and four and they're actually fairly good eaters just because from the get go, I've been lucky in the sense, like I was telling you with the whole gut health thing for me, I realized how big of a deal it was to be, it was important. So I've kind of luckily had pretty good eaters because I've always tried to have veggies there and at least try it and everything. Yes. Um, but not everybody's kids are that way. And I understand I'm very lucky in that sense. Yes.
1: Yes. I mean, it's so hard. My daughter is five and a half and like, she would not touch a green with a 10 foot pole, you know? And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I tried to get as much in her when she was a baby and younger as I could, but now that she's older, she just does not But yes, there's other ways to kind of get around it and you got to get creative. So, I mean, like, for example. And this is, none of these are going to be like, so like thinking outside the box, but they're right. just like easy things that yeah. anyone can do. Like for a snack, try to just, just like you would for yourself, if you're trying to like be on a healthier path and think more whole food based, right? So like a mm-hmm. snack for your kids, it could be some, something as simple as like some apple slices with some peanut butter or almond butter, banana, same thing, like take a fruit or a veggie like put some nut butter on it, sprinkle some raisins. And that's like an amazing snack that like tastes sweet to them, but is super healthy, filled with tons of healthy beauty fats and has protein in it, you know? So like kind of like Mm -hmm. thinking like that, um, if you are going to give them something more processed again, check their ingredients. There are so many great product lines out there now. Um, the, I mean, feed them the same crackers you would feed yourself, you know? like get them, you know, the gluten-free crackers with five ingredients. And again, with some nut butter or hummus, something like that, something Mm -hmm. fun that they can like dip it into. Um, From the get-go, your kids, just like you, like their taste buds can transition. And if you're feeding them like certain types of like, you know, breads, like a higher quality bread that isn't just like a highly processed wheat or white bread, something like that. From the beginning, they're never going to know the difference. And again, there's so many things that like, people may think wouldn't taste as good, but once you get used to them, taste super delicious and like, you know, yeah. almost indulgent. Same thing as like with pasta, like pasta can be a great source of like mixing in other more nutrient-dense foods, mm-hmm. but like start with the pasta itself, like get a red lentil pasta, for example, that has like tons of protein. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to add, you don't have to add like another protein to it. Um, it has fiber in it you know, put it with some olive oil and some sea salt. You have a super cheap, healthy meal for your kids. And you don't feel like you have to like feed it to them with anything else. Even like little like superfoods. Like one of my favorite things to do, sprinkle on my kids' foods are hemp hearts. Mm-hmm. They're super high in plant protein, super high in beauty fats, but you can get a huge bag that will last you like a couple of months, you know, it's just like awesome. a couple of bucks. Sprinkle that like uh, in their cereal, in their oatmeal. They won't even know it's there. And these are like little things that small things that really go a long way in terms of nutrition for your kids.
0: Great tips. And too, like if you're doing that with your kids, then if you do happen to pick off their plate, then really at least <laughs> it's healthier exactly. than, like <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> than what it the could red be. Pasta
1: is healthier than the mac and cheese. Another thing that I love to make for my kids, I just want to throw this out there too. Like instead of making pancakes and batter and a whole thing, you literally take a half of, a ripe banana or like Mm -hmm. a small um or a small full one beat it with one full egg Mm -hmm. put a little bit of hemp seed in there literally mash it and cook it in some like coconut oil or some grass-fed butter whatever your jam is it turns into like this thin little like pancake crepe type of thing and it's so So sweet and delicious it's literally two ingredients it takes two seconds it's not expensive to have those ingredients in the house anybody can get have eggs not anybody, but you know what yeah, I mean? Like most, most people can yeah. afford eggs and, bana- and bananas and you have a super nutrient dense breakfast that took you two seconds to make and you could feed the entire family with
0: it. Ooh, we're going to make those tomorrow. That sounds great. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I will for <laughs> it sure. And that's probably what it comes down to for just making yourself dinner and meals too is just simple, easy things that you can make quickly. 100%
1: you don't need to like be curing cancer here. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. this isn't something that needs to be so difficult and so complex. Simple ingredients. Have a couple of seasonings in your house. Have a couple of different oils that you like to use. You know, throw a little, you know, coconut aminos or tamari. Like just have like a few things
0: that you can mix and match and you won't feel as overwhelmed. I always say spices. People underestimate a good spice. Have a whole bunch of different spices. Totally. I love, like, I love lemon pepper. Lemon pepper is just a good one to have. And I That's always so love... Interesting. i never never like, in an s- actual spice thing? Yeah, just a lemon pepper. It's just lemon pepper. Oh, I've never yeah, used that before. Yeah, so good. So good on fish. So good on chicken. I've even sprinkled it, like, on some popcorn. Okay.
1: <laughs> Pretty good. Because I love lemon. I
0: love, like, the zest mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I love spice, too. So I, I put red chili flakes on everything. Mm-hmm. Same love red chili flakes. Yeah. I'm just like a basic like salt and pepper girl or like cumin, Mm -hmm. thyme. I love thyme, but I'm like, see like you go from all these different ranges of cuisine, just fish and chicken and you know, whatever in your meat. And then you've got all these different things. And you learn to
1: like appreciate the simplicity of it you know? You really do. It's like, "Mm, this is just so delicious. Like as is, throw some veggies on there, have a little grain, you're done. You have Mm -hmm. like a delicious, beautiful meal. Totally.
0: I have kind of like a personal question for myself. I'm being selfish right now, but I know I'm not alone on this for moms out there. What do you suggest? And I know, and I understand this response when it comes, when you're holding on to belly fat, do you get that question all the time?
1: Yes. Well, it depends, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean obviously like depends on like what your shape is Mm -hmm. you know if you're more estrogen or testosterone Mm -hmm. dominant it depends on like where you hold on to your weight you can't pinpoint weight anywhere Mm -hmm. unfortunately like that's That's the response you just can't you can't you know you can obviously work different muscles out of the the Mm -hmm. gym but unfortunately we can't choose where to lose our weight what I will say about belly fat that comes from your diet you are not losing weight You have to really start seriously counting your calories. Get a tracker. Be honest with yourself because you
0: really can't tell unless you know everything. So you're wanting to build your own website or blog. Congrats. That's amazing. Take it from me, though, from lots of errors. I jumped from platform to platform to platform. Just do it right. Get a host. Do it with WordPress or you already have one, but you're looking for a new affordable host that also comes highly recommended from top SEO experts. I have the host for you. Cloudways. This is the host we use for our website, blog, podcast, and the host we use for our clients as well. It comes highly recommended by some of the top SEO experts in the blogging community for its ease and load times. Cloudways gives you the user freedom to scale and add members with ease. You can choose the provider you want to work with like Amazon Web Services, DigitalOcean, Vulture, Google Cloud Platform, just to name a few really. Cloudways is hosting made simple, fast, and convenient. Simplicity and choice voice Worry for your experience. You have control over your application and servers. Performance that scales seriously. Experience enhanced load times for your apps and your website. Like I said, the SEO experts are going crazy for this. And it has transparent pricing. There's seriously pricing plans that work for everyone, whether you're just getting started or you're looking to host something big. Getting started is easy and switching from an existing host is just as easy. To get started, go to thegreatandgracepodcastcom forward slash cloudways. That's thegritandgrace podcast.com forward slash C L O U D W A Y S. Now back to the show consuming these like sneaky calories that they
1: don't even realize. And even if you're going above like 100, 200, you're not going to lose. So you really mm. have to hone in on that. Um, you know, abs are made in the kitchen. That's like a really cheesy saying that a lot of personal trainers yeah. use. I was a personal trainer for many <laughs> I always use it, But it's actually really true. Like 90% of what your abs and belly look like, it has to do with diet. You can run, you know, marathons until you're blue in the face. But if your diet's not super tight, then, you know, forget about it.
0: And that's a good reminder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that being said, for all the moms out there that have had multiple children. If you have extra skin, that's obviously not the same thing as fat. And it's really right. important to decipher the difference because the extra skin that you have from your babies or, you know, whatever other medical procedure, you got to go to the doctor for that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know, that's, it.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. People need to realize that the, the, there's definitely a difference for those. You used to be a personal trainer. Are you still doing, you're doing Zoom workouts right now too? Yes, I am actually. Awesome.
1: A, this hit class at Equinox um, in New York City, for like almost 10 years. And it's just, I love it. It's like my favorite workout. It's called 30, 60, 90. So it's 30, uh-huh. 60, 90 fitness.com. If anyone's interested, we do sh- streaming and we just implemented live zoom. So we just like kicked that off in the last week. So I'm doing one a week. If you ever want to come, let me know. I
0: definitely want to. I've been wanting to. I'm like, I'm going to ask her on it. Oh my that gosh, would be so much yes. fun. Yes, you can come tomorrow. I'm teaching one tomorrow at 1030 my time. So. I should. I think people too underestimate a class. attending a class and just getting it done with someone telling you what to do and then walking away and being done for the day
1: it's amazing what's going on during this quarantine in terms of workout and like you just said it exactly I totally agree with you like scheduling just like you schedule your meals like scheduling your workout is so important and the fact that you have to like you know, these are just like any other class. You have to be somewhere at a certain time. It's great. And you get it your is. sweat in and then you move on.
0: Yeah. And if you <laughs> can find like an instructor that knows you're coming in, your friends, then you get that accountability and accountability goes such a long ways. Such a long way. You get your workouts in, everybody. Yeah. What <laughs> are like your tips for someone that has a desk job and trying to stay motivated and moving their bodies?
1: Oh, it's so hard. It really is. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat that at all. Mm -hmm. It's hard and you have to make time for it. What I would say is that something is always better than nothing. You know, people Mm -hmm. really underestimate the power of like a walk or just like, you know, walking to work as opposed to driving or like going up the um, stairs instead of using the elevator. Like all of those things really do count. So don't, you know, just not do anything because you think it's not worth it. Something is always better than nothing. In terms of workouts, if you're finding it hard, um, to find a schedule again, don't overwhelm yourself. Start with baby steps. Start with one day at a time. You know, you don't have to go from zero working out zero to seven days a week. Like Mm -hmm. again, overwhelming, completely unrealistic. Start with one day with 10 minutes. Then the next day, start with 20 minutes, you know, and move on from there. Build. It's all about building. Always remind yourself that you're always going to feel better after a workout. You ninety-nine know, percent of the time, unless yeah. you like injure yourself or
0: something. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so it's always Agreed. worth doing it. Just yeah, it, yeah. Get, peel yourself. You peel your ass yeah. out and just do
0: it. And I'm always someone who, if I work out, then I eat better. All at the same time. Yeah, they go hand in hand for me personally. Yeah, I always do much better. What mm-hmm. can somebody expect as far as like if they reach out to you because you do? You're, are you taking clients? Um,
1: I'm not taking clients right. I am taking clients right now, right. but I do have a wait list please reach out to me. You can reach me on my website. It's rachelschwartznutrition.com. I have a contact page in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Send me a note and I'll put you on my wait list. Or if you sign up for my email, which there's a pop-up on my website link to click there to get on my wait list as well, Or, or just reach out and say, what's up? And we can start, you know, a line of communication and all on the radar for sure.
0: And they would kind of get a glimpse of what it would be like to work with you just watching your Instagram and seeing. Yes. Instagram, kind of- Instagram is really
1: cool. where I'm the most active these days. Thinking about getting on TikTok, so, you know, although that yeah. <laughs> overwhelms <laughs> me. Yeah. And then I haven't even tapped into it uh-huh. no, I- <laughs> Um So my Instagram stories are really where like I remain the most constant. But yes, Instagram. And then if anyone wants to know more about my coaching practices, it's, I have a lot of information on my website on how I work. And I think you can get a feel for me there. So com, and it's
0: Rachel with an
1: A-E-L.
0: but so. would be some quick tips just to leave everybody with to just get started? Well, the
1: challenge that I'm starting on Monday with yes. our friend Jay over there is a great way to just start because again, mm-hmm. it's just about small shifts to creating small shifts to create big change. So a few things for people drink more water, try to move, schedule your meals. So you feel more in control. You're not mm-hmm. picking as much. Those would be my top three to start with because every single person can do those three things, drink more water, move more schedule. Oh, and eat more greens. That's yes. Always try and
0: get thing. them with every meal. And that's such a big one. Yes. Yes. People for forget sure. that all the time last thing. And I know we need to go a bunch of moms out there. That's kind of a main audience. I know that's a lot of it for you. And as moms, we have such a hard time, like treating ourselves, doing something for ourselves. Is there anything that you've done for yourself that you wish you would have done sooner? Like anything you've bought, anything you've just done, like spiritually, mentally. I bought myself a Roomba because... And I was like, why did I not do this sooner? And I have this love interest with this Roomba, and she's my new favorite child.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wow, this is a really good question. Well, in general, what I would have done sooner in life, and this is like not in the past year. I don't know if this is like going too deep. But I would have, it's taken me a long time to kind of transition into this new career path. At, mm-hmm. um, and I'm still not even doing it a hundred percent full time. Um, mm-hmm. So I do wish that I had started it a little bit earlier and not have been as scared. You know, we all have responsibilities, especially once you become a parent, you know, you have a whole other layer on top of you, but mm-hmm. I do think it's so important and you owe it to yourself to just like really jump in into what you're passionate about um, as cheesy and cliche no, as true. that sounds but like if you're listening right now and you don't have kids yet and like you're in your 20s right. do it just do it <laughs> don't just do fucking what wait you love. like try, like make it happen mm-hmm. make do the hustle make the extra time for it even though it might like suck and you can't either like go out as much or whatever like just really tap into that because I mean listen anyone can change at any time and be mm-hmm. successful at it if you're that passionate and if you have the drive it just becomes harder so if yeah. i like looked back and had to change one thing it would have that i would have jumped into this a little bit sooner but i am excited for like the next few years cuz i feel yeah. like now yeah, i'm finally making the transition
0: no i agree and don't you find too that when you're doing what you've been feeling so pulled to do for so long you feel so much happier and that little hole that's been missing is filled one hundred percent. Yeah, People and don't, don't say that for no reason. It's yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, and I've totally done the same thing over the last year. And I've learned too, and that's something that's helped me is when I'm getting overwhelmed with things, when it's time to like hand things off or invest in myself because, you know, just investing. I mean, have someone clean my house because. If I cannot have to do that for an hour or two each week, that saves me the time to work on my business or be with my kids. So 100%. I love that. It's like even those little things that really Mm -hmm. make such a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a great point.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know you hit on it again, but where can they find you? So mainly on Instagram at Rachel Schwartz Nutrition
1: and my website, rachelschwartznutrition.com. Look out for my challenge that I'm starting on Monday. Just a really fun way to follow along. I don't know when this episode is coming out. I'm talking like it's... <laughs> but yeah, you can find me there. And I answer all of my DMs. I love communicating with people. I love interacting. So please feel free to DM or email me with any questions you ever have because I'm here.
0: Yes, definitely. You guys, she is so awesome. If you're not following her, get on it Mm -hmm. and learn all the good stuff she has to offer. If you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us out so much on iTunes and we cannot wait to have you back next week.